Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby. What's up, everybody? Bob Dog checking in with you. Oh, man, I've missed you. I've missed you. I'm going to be honest. I've been in my A. Yeah, I know. I know. There's no excuse for it. Um, the only thing that I can say is I'm very uncomfortable being so negative. And this is growing up in a culture of martial arts, of fighting. I love um, I, I love violence. You know, when it comes to those types of things, I love altercations. I love those. But I, I'm not a I'm not a sit back, complain about it. Like there's there's a it's a call for action, folks. It's a call for action. You know, I'm not one to sit back, complain about things. I love to actually. Give praise, give props where due. Um, but with the Packers, it I realized, folks, I realized that there was um there was a darkness to it, and uh, a lot of it came from Aaron Rodgers and just the publicity that he brought. Um, he definitely started killing my love for the love for um what is it called interviewing, not interviewing, but just this my love for getting the word out there trying because you can't over talk Aaron. Everybody's going to listen to Aaron. He's the quarterback. But what he was saying was just, it was a very bad culture. It was very bad. I started looking over. I've been looking over the Packers very trying to figure it out folks. Cause I'm a Packer fan. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going nowhere as a Packer fan. Um, the NFL, I don't really want to support the NFL and what they're doing. I'm not really with the politically correctness that's going on. Um, I think it's a bunch of bullshit. I don't, you know, I'm call me old school, but I'm not even that old, but I do love old cars. I love a lot of old things. I have a, like I said, martial arts discipline and, um, what, what's going on, especially with the NFL is one thing, but with the Packers, it, it, it hurt, it hurt my heart. And I didn't want to just sit out here and talk negative about them every week. Um, as you see, this is all that we really have now. This is all we got. And this is the Packers have been ran to shit. Um, the call for action in this one is GM's got to go. We all know it, and it's Matt Lafleur never should have been there, as you guys have heard me said say over and over. Uh, Matt Lafleur's got to go. GM's got to go. It's almost a Raiders cleanup. We got to do the same thing. It's just a very toxic culture in there. It all you know started going that way with uh, Aaron Rodgers and just that whole. Man, it, it you know, it started right at the end of McCarthy, right at the end of Mike McCarthy when he left that last year or two with Aaron Rodgers getting into it. It started getting real bad in that locker room. I don't think it ever recovered. Matt LaFleur went in there. He never had the power, the authority, the respect of the players to ever make a difference in that situation as far as the locker room, and he has failed to produce any type of evidence that he is fit to uh, – Run a team. Um, we got to be honest. He definitely is living off the success of Kyle Shanahan and his um, relationship with, speaking of the Rams, um, the, the Rams head coach, Sean McVay, uh, definitely LaFleur is from their tree. That's the only reason he got into, you know, hired into that position. My personal opinion, and I, I'm sure, you know, Goody would have something to say, being that he owns up to a lot of stuff, but not everything. They brought Matt LaFleur in because he lacked the personality, the presence to 
compete with Aaron Rodgers. They knew that Aaron Rodgers was going to be there. He was going to be comfortable. He was going to run the show. However, Aaron Rodgers started pushing over the lines and he was basically trying to become a member of the front office while running the quarterback position. It's very difficult. I was sitting back watching it. You guys heard my frustrations, just like Aaron Rodgers. You know, he doesn't need to be there. He's asking to be part of these meetings, but he's going on these retreats away from him. It was disgusting, man. It was disgusting. And the platform that he had to speak, which was Pat McAfee, I have nothing, you know, nothing bad to say about those guys, man. It's nothing but love, nothing but love, nothing but respect. Even if I've said anything disrespectful, my apologies. Like I said, I don't like to say anything bad. I didn't like my quarterback on there. I thought that was bullshit. I just want my quarterback. You know what I mean? And it's, uh, do your post, you know, your post game shows, but it was just extra drama. There was a lot of extra drama with the vaccine, with uh, Danica Patrick, with it just a lot of extra drama, man. And it just always, it was always something, man. Always something with that guy. And the, uh, the drug trips and things like that, it was just not an example that it was bad for the culture, man. It was, it was horrible. It was it was ugly. It was disgusting. It was like having Snoop Dogg on the halftime show. You know what I mean? It's just so lopsided, and it's fucked up, man. It's not right. So when you ask where I was, it was not, you know, I still rock my Packers gear, gear everywhere. It was cool on Halloween. I saw a lot of Packers fans over here. You always know it's go, Pack, go. And, uh, you know, they even we all we spoke about it. You know, I'm out on the streets talking with the Packer fans, uh, Still got my Packers beanie right in front of me right now that I can see. Got my Packers table right in front of me. Got a whole bunch of cards laid out. It's opposite of the Packers, actually. I got a Barry Sanders rookie card from my childhood. I'm actually going to try to throw together a video before I throw them out of all my childhood cards. And I bet you right in the front, it's going to be either my big names that I thought, like my big name cards back then, probably Joe Montana's or something like that, Steve Young's, uh, Brett Favre's, or it's just going to be straight Packer, Packer pages. And it's been that way since I was young, young, young. And uh, I, I can't explain why. I remember growing up, nobody, I mean, my dad was an L.A. Rams fan to the sense that he had an L.A. Rams thing on his stocking, but he never watched football. Uh, football was something that I just picked up. Um, it was something that I've always loved. I watch every Sunday religiously. I used to go to church every Sunday until football season started. I mean, I'm, I'm about that life. Like, I really, uh, I live for this. And I'm not going nowhere. I've definitely been here, folks. It was just, I guess it was caught internal growth in myself. I got no excuses. Um, there was definitely, our players are out there on that field. There's enough people in our organization doing good things, and that's what I should have focused on. Um, there's a lot of issues that I see coming out of our front office from, we can start with our offense. I mean, our offense is just it's disgusting, man. Or look at our receiving core. We can start with our receiving core. We have nobody there. Plenty of talent. Don't get me wrong. And this is no disrespect to Mr. Dobbs, Mr. Watson, you know, everybody out there. It's it's all love, man. I I love the youngsters, but you need a veteran presence. You need, and I don't even like to bring them up because I don't like it, and it doesn't even have to be a veteran presence. You need a star. And there's a reason why the Cowboys have had C.D. Lamb now. They've had a Michael Irving, you know, before that. who They, they had somebody right between them. Um, crap, can't think of it. But you you got to have that star. You got to, I mean, there was a reason why Randy Moss was over there, you, you know, in the Patriots land. And 
you had the Jerry Rices of this world, and you've always had that big receiver. I mean, we even had Devontae Adams, that big namer, and that, that was a big pop. And we built him. We, we made, you know, we helped produce Devontae Adams. And it's sad to see where he's gone. He definitely fits into the Raiders' culture, watching his downfall when he was pushing the media guy and everything. It was just disgusting to watch. And that was a bleed off of what Aaron Rodgers was doing in, you know, the locker room. And he carried it with him. He fit right in there with the Raiders. And you see what's going on over there. That's a complete disaster. Um, People blaming Josh McDaniels for the issues over there. I mean, the Raiders have been a problem. I mean, you had John Gruden was over there ever since John Gruden was gone. McDaniel, I mean, they have $80 million in payroll for two head coaches that aren't coaching the team. I mean, it's, it's. It's bonkers. It is complete bonkers. And, uh, I mean, our wide receiving core is just a disaster, a mismanagement of funds, a mismanagement of, you know, personnel. And it's sad, man. It's sad. It was sad that we brought back Cobb. Uh, Cobb definitely stunted the growth of who did we have in that position, man. I really wanted to see him, see him excel, too. What's he doing now? Ah, it was a little, little. It was a little person over there. I forget who it was. I really wanted him to develop, but Randall Cobb jumped in. We, you know, we brought Randall Cobb back for Aaron Rodgers. Stunted his growth. Never even happened. I remember we traded him, and he was performing recently. Damn, it's gonna hit me as soon as I finish the podcast. But irrelevant, irrelevant. Um, yeah, I keep wanting to say Elijah Moore, but he's the one over there with the Jets that didn't produce. Um. Man, 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 who the hell was it? Damn, see, y'all got me fucked up. But either way, man, just jumping back. So, offensive line, I'm looking at it, man. Bakhtiari was, I mean, it's the largest, one of the worst contracts signed by an offensive lineman in history. Um, It doesn't look like he may ever play again. If that is the case, I mean, it's just a waste. We literally just took it. Here, here's all our resources. Take it with you. You know, have a nice day. That's an injury that, you know, was foreseeable. It was definitely part of the injury that had already occurred and just continuing. It's going to continue. It was very foreseeable. And this all comes back to the front office. I'm questioning everything about it. Um, The player development from the injuries. We just brought Eric Stokes back. He was injured. Why did he last a punt return, basically, and pull a hamstring? Now, he's gone. Was this something with, you know, not getting them back up to football speed. Was this something with the soft? We have a lot of soft tissue injuries going right now with the Packers. And I'm questioning a lot in the met, in the medical staff. I'm questioning a lot in the drafting. We, we having a hard time. Packers were always a draft and develop. We're watching people like um, Jordan Reed and just all these talents walking out, man. I don't know what happened to Kevin King. He never produced, man, never produced. I mean, we have not produced an actual talent. Aaron Jones is no longer getting better. I think we can all agree on that. Um, There's not many people on that team that seem to be getting better. That's the scary part. There is no growth occurring. You come in, I mean, however you come in, that's how you're going to perform. I watched a lot of teams. That's, That's what made the Packers so strong for so long was our player development. And right now we're just tossing resources all over and we can't even and we're not developing shit man we have 
Savage. I mean, Savage was not even a starter for what half of last year. I mean, it was just a it was a disaster. Um, I've sat here. I was crying about middle linebacker forever. We went out. We you know got Campbell. Campbell was doing hella good, and what we we start losing Amos. We start le- you know letting these guys go, and it's like, dude, we're letting pieces. We're starting to fill voids, and we're creating voids, and our safety position is ass. That's the that's all you know. We still got to stick to the offense. So we can go quarterback. We can talk about the quarterback, but I'm going to save my breath, man. Um, Jordan Love is clearly not that guy. Um, nothing against him. I think he failed to have the support needed to even really stand a chance. He has no wide receivers. We, you know, we brought in a lot of young talent. We did bring in Musgrave. And Musgrave, I had very high hopes for him. There's a lot of drop balls going, just a lot of youngster stuff. And. Gutekens goes up there, says, you know, being young is not part of it. We're week eight now, and, you know, that's no excuse. And We have no veteran talent. We have nobody in there just holding down the room. I mean, this is a whole bunch of youngsters. Anybody went through high school, you know that there's a whole different junior varsity to varsity. You start getting a big, you know, experience change, and there's none of that in the room. It's sad. It's disgusting. Whoever tried to pull this off, it's Goody looking at all these rookie contracts. He has basically everybody on a rookie contract except for the one guy's not playing, you know, most of them. Um, Rashawn Gary, huge extension. That was smart. That was genius. That was amazing. I'm so glad that they did that. Trading Rasul Douglas, man, my heart goes out to Rasul Douglas. Um, truly a Packer. He should still be in Green Bay. If anything, we need help at cornerback. Uh, Eric Stokes going out. That's very, very sad coming back off the foot injury. Comes back, plays not even one game. Punt return, pops a hamstring. He's out. He's on IR. I mean, this is it's what I really want to do more. I mean, I just sit back and it was so, it's frustrating. You know, our hands are tied and I know it's starting that top office. Is, is it start? You got to go all the way to Murphy and cut the head off the snake, or I think at least Gutekunst. It was a nice run. I think he's been in the spot since 2018. You had your chance. Uh, this shit's not going, man. Jordan Love clearly isn't the guy. A failure to draft. We were one pick away from a Super Bowl. We drafted Jordan Love instead. That created all types of controversy with Aaron Rodgers when he knew we needed one piece, man. One big wide receiver. That's all we really needed. Didn't happen. Um, and we've stuck with Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is, I love Aaron Jones as a person. Um, he's a Packer through and through. If I could give him all the money in the world just to keep him around, I would. You know, I, lo- I love Aaron Jones as a person. As a player, it's not, he's not that guy, man. He has not been. He's fumbled in key opportunities. I mean, the biggest plays, he goes and fumbles. Um, he's definitely had the, the injury bug as well, but the, the fumbles more. Injuries, I don't mind too much. There's not too much we can do. Some players just get injured, but for the talent, I mean, I was a big Percy Harvin guy when Brett Favre went over to the Vikings. Um, Percy Harvin, for those that watched him, was amazing. There was no talent like him. He had migraines and would not play for half the season. It was so disappointing, but the games that he did play, I mean, they always had a chance, and Percy Harvin was something special, but you know, medical aside, I, I love the talents and I love watching them. Um, but it's very unfortunate on the medical side. Zach like Eric Stokes, and it's really a question of were these things preventable? And if they were preventable, I mean, that's even more catastrophic just for his career and just 
the outlook of busting his ass for 11 months to get back and have that happen. I mean, it's just very disappointing for everybody involved. We're just fans. I mean, I feel so bad for him and for the team and for just everybody. I mean, it's so, it's such a bad spot. I mean, we're not winning in any part. I mean, special teams, I'm watching Borquez and Borquez or whatever, our punter. He's over there killing it. I think he's with the Rams or somebody, somebody that I watch often, but he's, he's doing damn good. And not saying our punter now is not, but it's just, I mean, we're just, we're just hemorrhaging money and letting talent go. And it's just, it's, it's bad, man. Our special teams has been an issue for years. Our defense has been an issue. And I got to give Joe Barry a little bit of credit, man. Our defense has not been our issue this year. Um, it could be better. We haven't had a dominant defense. Joe Barry can be replaced in a heartbeat. I mean, I'm not going to say we can, we got to keep him, but he's not, he's not our problem. Joe Barry is not our problem right now. We have bigger problems. Joe Barry is not the solution. Which is also not the problem right now. Um, we've invested so many resources into our defense, and it's just not panning out. Um, players are not getting better. Kenny Clark, I'm just so glad he's there. Our little Sam Dino baby, what's up, man? Dino baby, you know Kenny Clark, what's happening? What's happening? Um, man, Jahir Alexander's still there. You know, I love Jahir. His back injury, and that's tough. And it's just all these small issues that are just lingering and not going away. And I'm questioning everything about that front office. We got to change some things, man. If, if Murphy's going to stay, we got to change Goody. I definitely need to get Lafleur out of there. I mean, I've always been, I, I love strong head coaches like an Andy Reed type, but Andy Reed's always been something special. Good luck finding another one of him. He's been special since the McNabb days. And even maybe before that, um, but he is from the Packers tree. Don't get it. Don't get it wrong. You know, he, he is from here, but, um, Man, it's 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 tough, folks. It's tough looking at the whole situation. I got nothing but excuses, man. I can sit here all day and tell you where I've been, but man, it's it's, it's tough. And the whole NFL, I I didn't want to really back the NFL and a lot of what they're doing, just their political correctness and end racism. But they got you know Snoop Dogg in here, and Snoop Dogg is not a role model. He should not be. Um, I saw all the uh, African American. Uh, descendants on the halftime show and I personally think that's racist as fuck I mean that's got to be hard to do to find everybody but a single other race I mean I, I don't you know it's it's and I, I get it I get it but it was a whole Snoop Dogg thing and it, I mean even from LA it's all Chicano and you know what I mean everybody's out there and it's it it was a uh, it's hard to end racism when you're promoting it that's one thing that I can you know it's very very hard f- for me to understand kind of like the United States uh, supporting a divided one, but that's a politic thing. That's on a whole nother. I get into that. on my uh, that, that that's a whole nother podcast. You know what I mean? Uh, but with that being said, man, Packers, I love you. Um, I haven't been nowhere. I'm still here. I will focus more on the positivity in a time of need. We really need it right now, especially with uh, just a lot of negativity coming out. And I know these guys are going out there busting their ass, man. And I do want to give a little bit of credit where due, you know, and there's, there's a lot of guys out there busting tail, man. And, and just giving it week in, week out. And, you know, for Jordan Love, man, you've been handcuffed. Uh, you haven't been given a great offensive mind. You had Aaron Rodgers there to make LaFleur look good. But LaFleur is being fully exposed at this moment. Um, our failure to produce anything in the first half, it has to fall on your head coach. There's no other way around it, especially when they drafted 
Jordan Love for this position. I mean, this all falls on your head coach. Uh, I guarantee you change it, change a head coach. We will get points in the first half the next week. It's just weird how that happens. Um, and you know, nothing against LaFleur. I've seen nothing. Um, one thing I did see that really disgusted me was his last press conference. He took zero credit. I mean, zero responsibility, zero credit, zero responsibility for the downfalls. You listen to that whole press conference. It is just bashing failure to execute, failure to execute, failure to catch dropped passes, failure on Jordan love, failure, this failure that nothing about, man, I need to do better. I need to get them prepared. You see, they do better in the second half because I don't get them prepared for the first half. And that, that all starts with the man in the mirror. That's what we need is a leader. And uh, LaFleur is just trying to dodge the bullet. He knows it's getting hot in that seat, and he is trying to put everybody else in it. That's a cowardish move, but that you know it's exposed for what it is. Everybody sees it. LaFleur will not be a head coach after this one. He will never win a Super Bowl. Hey, take my words, man. I, hey, man, I'm telling you right the hell now. He ain't that guy. Um, Jordan Love, same thing. Is the reason why you know we put him on a one year contract. He ain't that guy. You know we know it. They they've seen him in practice. They saw him against Aaron Rodgers. They understand the ball, you know, and how it should be flying. And they saw what Jordan Love was doing. They knew this was coming, but they were already all in. So they had to play these cards. They couldn't take it with an L. That's why they gave him the one year contract. And we're in a shit show, folks. Um, Packers fans, we are. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for a while. Um, there, there's there's going to be there's going to be some dark days ahead. I'm ready for them. Um, I'm I'm super amped. I'm I'm very thankful that my Sacramento Kings are actually winning for once. Uh, they they went with 16 years without a playoff berth. They finally hit the playoffs last year. So. I've got my winning. I got my winning fix. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I've always had the Packers that were my winning team, and then I was a Sacramento Kings fan. They were constantly just loser, loser, loser. I mean, every year. And uh, the Packers fall off, finally, you know, finally fall off, and the Kings come up. It's the weirdest thing in, in the world. But like I said, I got enough winning. I just need to take some of this now that I have probably more positive positivity than the negative on the other side. I mean, Whew, everybody's killing the Packers, man. I'm going to bring some positivity, some light. I'm here, folks. I apologize for being gone so long. It was just a little growth process and understanding what I needed to focus on just as a Packer fan, man. I know we all feel the same. <clears throat> this thing's been spiraling out of control for a while. And uh, we're going to get it under wraps, folks. It, it's going to be correct. It's got to be corrected. We This shit can't go like this. Um, if Mark Murphy's got to go, then Mark Murphy's got to go. I'm not sure where exactly it starts. It probably should start all the way that high, but I don't, I haven't looked for replacements on that level. Um, yeah, it's going to be from, from the top down. That's going to be, that's going to be real. And today we got the Rams, man. That's going back to my heart. Like I told you, I started as Rams fans. They took off to St. Louis. Um, once they came back, they're pretty much like an ex-girlfriend to me now. If you're calling, I might answer, but I'm not. You ain't got no love for me, man. You know what I mean? We've been through this one. Hell no. Nah. So, uh, yeah, I'm very excited. I That's why I had to jump on the podcast today. Uh, for those that don't know, I was at the Packers-Lambeau game well, five years ago now. And it was uh, maybe five years. I don't know when the hell it was, but it 
I was so amped, man. I loved it. It was my first NFL game. It was amazing. We lost. Um, even the fans in front of me were, were amazing. I remember walking through the – we were outside the L.A. Coliseum, I think it was, and um, somebody yelled, go back to Green Bay. There were so many Packer fans. So I had to yell, go back to St. Louis. The whole crowd erupted. Everybody, yeah, like, what's up, man? We can get down. We can get down with the get down. I love to fight, like I said, but – Nobody wanted to fight. It was all good. And even the, the dudes in front of me, um, the lady I was with was like, eh, I thought you were going to fight. And I was like, yeah, we might have, but don't, ain't nobody trying to fight. You know what I mean? We're just watching football. We get amped up. We be loud. And they're a Rams fan. But even at the end of the day, all shook hands and parted ways, man. It's all love, man. I love each and every one of y'all. I mean that. I need to do better at spreading some love, especially – it's hard, man, because I was so absorbed in the content, but the content was just bullshit. It was the Aaron Rodgers stuff, what he puts out, and it's just all—it's all bad for the team, and that's basically what a lot of it was coming from. And then a lot of our press conferences were answering for that, and then we had the COVID and all these drugs and all that. It was just—it was bad for the culture, folks. So hopefully we can start turning it around. Um, I look at Jordan Love, and I don't see the leadership to turn it around, starting from the quarterback position. But that's very hard to find, especially around the league where. You know, the office does have a lot of power. Um, but with that being said, you got Deshaun Watson, man. I think that he controls a lot of his narrative over there. It's amazing. It's crazy what he's done over there in Cleveland. He's coming back this week. That may be the biggest bus contract ever if he doesn't produce. Um, super excited for this Green Bay matchup today. Uh, the biggest excitement for me, well, first off, is Stafford playing. If Stafford's not playing, we stand a good damn chance. Um even if Stafford isn't playing, I mean, what's the defense going to look like without Rasul Douglas? This puts Valentine in a huge spot so he can step up. Um, Aaron Jones has got to get going. He's been on a pitch count. I think he hasn't had over 10 carries in a single game this season. That's 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 disgusting. Aaron uh, A.J. Dillon, as, much, as well as he's been doing, man, I miss Jamal Williams. I'm not going to lie. I miss his hype. I miss everything about Jamal Williams. I know he's my local guy, my Fontana baby. I love it. Jamal Williams, Packer Nation, we love you, man. Super glad to see you out there with Kamara and what you're doing over there with the Saints. Um, man, our, our, our running back duo has not panned out, and that is not even their fault. Um, our offensive line is nothing but a mess. I mean, and, and I give Josh Myers, man, our, our center, has been doing solid. I think he's been playing the best football of his career, and I think that he came in with that ability. I don't think that that's something that we taught him. Outside of him, man, it's been it's been a it's been a uh, it's been a show. That's all I can say. Um, our entire offense is not a strong part about it. We have questions at wide receiver. We have questions on the O line. We have questions at quarterback and. Running back situation is not good. Um, we're definitely bought in. I know Aaron Jones took a pay cut so he can stay there. He had to, man. We had to get somebody dope. It's It sucks we didn't get um, Jonathan Taylor from the Colts. I know we were in the running for him. But, hey, it is what it is. Like I said, we have a lot of... Uh, a lot of problems out there, and we don't have very many solutions. The offense is a disaster. It needs to be completely redone, starting with the head coach and the play caller. <sighs> That's a disaster. Uh, defense has actually been uh, surprising. They, they've been uh, decently steady. Sean Gary playing his ass off. Um, defense, just the defensive line in general. Play all right. Uh, cornerbacks. Cornerbacks have been a sh- 
a tough situation with all the injuries, just injury after injury, especially when we got rid of Rasul. It's like, why, man? That's the one guy that's been there almost every week when every other cornerback has been hurt. They've had plenty of opportunities. I didn't didn't understand that, but I do understand the third-round pick. We never, you know, I think he came in very, very low. I mean, free agent or fifth-round pick or something very low, and it was – I think we got him for a fifth-round trade or something from a practice squad or something, if I remember correctly. But to turn that into a third, get a rookie contract on that, that would be great if we didn't need his presence. They just have no veteran presence in the locker room. It's clear that somebody does not value that in Gutekinds. Um, I guess it would start with Goody. And that veteran presence, they're, they're definitely looking at dollar amounts, and you don't see the veteran presence um, when it comes to a stat sheet. So these guys just – not in tuned with the locker room, definitely looking at finances and budgets and those types of things. But as you can tell, I think if Goody walks through the locker room, he's not getting very many handshakes at this point, and he probably doesn't deserve them. Same with Lafleur, I'd give him his flowers if they were due, but them damn things are wilted, looking like they belong in your local you know, grocery store on discount because they died a couple days ago. Uh, but not the Packers hope we always going to be here. This is go pack go all day. Um, we're going to come out. We're going to beat the Rams today. You know that, you know that I hate the Rams. Um, not hate them. I don't really hate anybody, but I, I can't watch it. I can't watch them win. I can't watch that. I would rather, you know, I, I love them, but I hate them. And that's how it goes. You know, they're, they're my ex. They are. And they, they were my first love. Um, they definitely grew up in a Rams house. So, once they left, I had to look, and I was just a little kid. I was maybe five, six years old, and my favorite color was green. So there were two green teams. One was Green Bay and one was the Jets. And I went with Green Bay, and it was mostly because of Brett Favre. I think uh, the Jets, they may have Testaverde or something. They sucked back then. So I looked at them both. I'm I with Green Bay. And I've been latched on ever since. I mean, I'm not going nowhere. Packer Nation, I love you. We're still together in this one. And, hey, thank God we ain't got to deal with Aaron Rodgers bullshit no more. But we got plenty of drama to go around. I definitely try to cover a little bit for you, but we're just going to keep it positive. I miss y'all. I really do. Um, I've got so much love on, on social media, man. I need to go through all these messages. There's like, I know I have over 17 um, just things written down. I, and I have 17 of them written down. I remember I stopped there, but I need to keep going and uh, get back to the comments. I know most of them were, where are you? What happened? you know, what to do next, and it's going to start with the head of the snake, folks. I think Murphy's got to go, but definitely Gutekunst. Gutekunst got it, and, and there's no fixing it other than that. This is not going to happen overnight. Um, the personnel in place is not going to cut it. Um, they're going to be there for a little bit, but to bring in a veteran would be wise. We definitely missed the opportunity, and we let go of a veteran in Rasul. Not really a veteran, but more of a veteran in that room. So, Man, just think, man, if we would have brought in like a D-Hop or just somebody and spent some actual resources and, you know, got some talent in the wide receiver. But, hey, we'll just keep going um, and uh, love y'all. Go Pack Go. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. And as always, Go Pack Go.